Hello and welcome to the Weekly Recap. My name is Alex. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Jake. And we are back for another riveting uh, installment of um, the Weekly Recap at Home. This is quarantine week like 12, I think. It's 12, right? No, it's like 8. It seems much longer than that. Yes. Anyway, how are you gentlemen doing this evening? I am doing just fantastic. I'm going to say that outright here. I um, bought myself a new grill today. Uh, well, long overdue. And I finally feel like I moved into like the adult grill realm. Okay. Mostly because the most I've ever spent on a grill is like 150 bucks. And right. this one was much more than that. But... It's something that I've needed for a while, and I use the grill enough to justify spending money on it, so I feel pretty good about myself for spending the money that I spent on it. Yeah, I mean, you guys use it a ton, and with summer coming up, it it makes sense. Now, if it's on sale over Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to stab somebody at Home Depot, but that's just just (laughs) my two cents. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, are they even going to have... I heard Toyota-thon was canceled, which I was super bummed about. Oh, no. Not Toyota favorite thon. time of the year, and they're really, it. How dare they? It's really hitting. It's really hitting. Uh, hitting us pretty hard right now. So you want to you talk about the bench who stole Christmas? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really affected by this until Toyota thon got canceled, and now <laughs> my whole life is in a tailspin. Honestly, so unfortunately, you know, coming off the heels of that, like I can't imagine Happy Honda Days is going to go on either. You know. It's going to be a very sad Honda days for sure. I um, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we're uh, back for another week. Uh, we haven't really been doing much. Happy Mother's Day! Happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Yes, Happy- any moms who listen, please comment on our Instagram post this week and say that you're a mom, and we're gonna give you a big old high five. How about that? A quarantine high five, so we're not actually going to touch anybody. But yeah, no touching. <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was an interesting Mother's Day to say the least. I think that um, quarantine really put a damper on the celebration of one of the most important people in your life. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, apparently, according to the internet, there was a bunch of uh, celebrations where people were not social distancing. Um, I just like Tom Wolf said we could leave next Friday and uh, not stay in our homes anymore and everyone freaked out uh, even though it's incredibly premature. Yeah, but then he also backpedaled this weekend too and was like, no, you need to be strict about this and it's scary times honestly. I I mean, I don't buy into the whole like social distancing works 100% or anything like that, but at the same time, I think that it helps and I think that it's a good way to at least you know quell some of the spread of the virus. Yeah. I don't really want to get political though. At this point, it's the only, it's not even a political issue. It's just, a, it's a societal issue. It's the fact that social distancing is the only proven method right now to prevent the spread of this virus. So yeah, without a, um, and I get that they have, they've outlined, uh, you know, what, steps and what you know data needs to show before you can start opening up and i guess 
there are states that are doing so, but I mean, people just got to be careful out there. You just can't, you can't just take the government at their word and say, Oh, yep. This thing is cool. I'm just going to go hang out with 50 of my friends all at once and, and everything will go back to normal. It'll happen. But yeah, like this is the only defense we have right now because there's not a vaccine. Right. Um, and people, people who think that this is it, like whenever we're out of quarantine, like that's going to be it. Like we're going to be, we're going to be quarantined again before the end of the year. Like no doubt in like anyone's mind. That's what they keep saying. Yeah. I so. just think that there's, uh, there's a point where you can trust what the government tells you. And there's a point where it's propagating this like scare tactics to keep people away from each other. And as much as we want this to be going back to normal, there's not going to be that like, you're not living the same life that you were before period. I just don't, I don't think it's going to happen. It doesn't, you don't just, you don't just flip a switch and it just immediately goes back to normal and it it probably won't ever. And I want you guys to tune into our Tuesday political podcast so we can hear more about this, but our societal issues podcast. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. It's a political issue. You're right. You're right. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, that's uh, Tuesday mornings. Right? Tuesday mornings. All right. Anybody Tuesday drinking mornings. anything fun right now? Anybody drinking at all? Um, no, I went pretty hard for like four days straight. So uh, your boy took a break and laid on laid in bed for. I'm always very um, to fourteen hours. Interested to see. I kind of I live vicariously through Alex at times on the weekends and watch him just pound drinks. And truly, truly incredible to watch in most cases. Um, I am not drinking right now because I'm going to work out after this. Because it's only 5 p.m. where I'm at. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I didn't really drink a lot of beer this week. Uh, I I found that not many places around me are doing the whole non-contact pickup type stuff. And... And or most places aren't doing cans. It's mostly crowlers or growlers. And I don't feel the need right now to get a crowler of beer or a growler that is probably just going to sit there. I don't want to force myself to drink four beers at once. So that, that really brings up a good point. Um, just because you kind of live alone. I mean, you have roommates, but they're not really like your friends or like people that you know. Um, is it? Is it a deterrent for you to revisit these places later that are only doing crowlers or growlers? I don't think so. It's just a different kind of culture, at least where I'm at. I think that there are places in the Bay Area, Northern California, that do cans, do bottles, that I will go to more frequently than the places around here. And if I'm being completely honest, I think that this stuff in San Jose is not quite as good as most of the stuff that I've had in Berkeley or up in San Francisco or north of the city up into like Sonoma County. Would you say it's a newer scene then, or is it just that they're not really doing things? I guess I don't really have much of a feel for it. I haven't done a ton of research, although I do have seemingly an unlimited amount of time to read up on these places. 
I've kind of just been drinking the beer and not really thinking about it. I mean, there are some cool locations and places that I will definitely go back to if I'm looking to just grab like a quick beer on a Friday night and I don't want to have to drive to Berkeley or drive to SF. But if I'm like making a weekend of it or a day of it on a Saturday, I'm not completely against driving 45 minutes to get something that I know I will really enjoy and be able to bring it back with me. Um, and I think I, there are probably some limitations on, on their ability to produce cans and things like that right now. Sure. So that's probably why they're not maybe as fully stocked as they would typically be. But I think I just need to get some more information. I don't want to sit here and, and get on a soapbox about how San Jose beer is not that good, but it seems like the majority of the places around here are just doing drafts and growlers and crawlers. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, I was just talking to a friend on Friday about this because he likes, um, we've talked about them a few times on this podcast, Lincoln Avenue. Um, and they're still doing like to go food and um, growlers for pickup. Which, by the way, if you live in the area, it is some of the best to go food that you can find right now. Um, Sarah and I have gotten it a couple of times just because of proximity and convenience. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they make some absolutely incredible food. It's really good. Yeah. I so, can attest. But what's um, cool is they're expanding yeah, it, uh, their menu right now too. That's, that's the other big mm. play is, is they have uh cheese steaks. They have like uh grilled tuna and like all this other stuff that you don't normally get on their regular menu. Like, I mean, we had only been there a couple of times because they've only been open for what, almost a year now. And it's one of those things where the, the menu was very limited at the time, but they're really like grasping for customers. So they're trying to expand it and they're putting out some really awesome stuff. So just want to get that in there. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a shame. Like it's great. It's great that they have that food aspect, but it seems like they, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a shame that they are still so new because they haven't gotten the capacity to make, you know, to can things right now. Or, um, I think the people that got into the the crowler game are probably at a better, uh, advantage than people who didn't. It just seems like, I mean, crowlers just seem so much easier than actual growlers. Cause how many times can you go to a place and get a full glass crowler of something like even plastic growlers like couch used to do. I don't know if they still do that or not, but yeah, they're still doing that. Yeah. It just seems like, uh, people might have to, in order to stay afloat, like, you know, I, I keep thinking about how many places are going to go under during all of this. Um, you know, it, people might have to, you know, adapt as these, as these times move forward and, and get canning lines or at least like a crawler machine, stuff like that. So, um, I don't mind a growler. I'm, you know, I can finish, four beers in a couple days. Like I don't mind having it sit in the fridge for an extra day or so. Like, I don't think it loses that much. Sorry. One of the things I was going to say about uh, Lincoln Avenue is they are doing recycled growlers. So they're not charging you for glass. So if you bring growlers to them, they're going to repurpose them for to go orders. It may Mm. not be your growler that they're filling, but they're going to clean them. They're going to use them again. So, I think that's kind of a cool like reuse type thing because I mean, obviously everybody's about being greener and being 
better for the environment and stuff like that. And nobody wants to have 400 different growlers from everywhere right now. But yeah. at the same time, they have a, they have a drop off outside where you can go up and leave your growlers for somebody else even. Or if you got growlers from them before, drop them off and they can reuse them. That's kind of a, a, a cool neighborhood throw there because they're not really charging you extra to use the glass because they know that they're going to get more back. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Um, Isn't that the whole point of growlers, though, is to not charge because you're bringing your own container? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is a lot of the, the glass. A, a lot of places are still charging for the glass, and you can't bring them the back. Beer. Yeah, the thing is, you can't bring your own growler. Like, um, not. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like because because of because the whole of sanitary reasons, they're not going to. Yeah, yeah, that's going to refill. Right. Yeah, a lot of places yeah, are not sense. doing fill your own. They're doing. We're going to give you one. You're going to buy it from us. Like uh, even even Grist House, Dancing Gnome, like those guys. Now, Dancing Gnome, I feel like they have cut back their cost on the glass, so it's not like five dollars for a growler plus the right. beer. It's more yeah. like two dollars for the growler plus the beer, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're still making money. Like they're still trying to charge you for the glass, but it's not as aggressive. I know Grist House, I think, is still doing like the normal cost of what buying a growler and the fill would be. Um, and, and don't quote me on that. I'm not 100, percent but I know there are places that are trying to fill growlers, even though they're not really supposed to. Yeah. So I feel like that's part of the, the whole Corona thing, right? You're not, you're not wanting to take in somebody else's germs to give it back to them or something like that. You know, it's, it, it's a safety thing. I get that. But I think Lincoln Avenue is doing it the right way where they're like, Hey, donate your growlers and then we'll give them to you at no cost. Yeah. That's an interesting, um, situation i'm glad to hear that that they're not like gouging people and like making them buy one every time you want to buy a growler because like if they can't move their product there's no you know there's no point they're not going to survive this right but yeah it just seems like uh still just super shitty um i hope i hope some of our favorite places will stay open even i mean we do like the bigger ones and more well-known ones so i'm sure they'll be fine the ones that have been around a little bit longer yeah but i feel like it's it's scary because there's going to be a lot of places that you're not going to be able to go back to after this and there are some that were even like outside of the craft beer realm uh the first one that comes to mind is like pita my shawarma is trying to open Mm -hmm. up a restaurant right now yeah like how the hell do you do that you you don't right you can't like yeah there's no way and so they're, they're still running the food truck out front, which is great for them because honestly, they're selling out every day and stuff like that. Um, Pittsburgh Sandwich Society, which we had for dinner on Friday, they're doing, you know, order online, pick up later type stuff. It's, it, it's wild. Like, there's just not a normal way of doing business at this point. Like, everybody's adapting, everybody's trying different things. We're all fighting for, supporting the local guy and, and really like trying to keep up with being supportive of local instead of like big, you know, corporate names and sponsors and yeah, like I've not sponsors, but like not going to like McDonald's or Olive Garden, Red Lobster. I, I like, find myself in a weird situation in that I just moved here and I don't have the local places. You know, I don't, I don't have the, 
the pizza place that's up the street from me in Boston or the, you know, the Thai place downtown Bend, Oregon that I know of and love and would love to support. Yeah. And I guess that's sort of on me. It's not, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm choosing to eat at like Chipotle occasionally to spite any of the local places, but I just, I think I need to gather some more information. It's kind of unfortunate because I would love to be spending some money at some of these places. Just, I don't know what places are, I don't know, maybe, I don't want to say worth it because that, that makes it seem like there are only certain places that are worth paying money for right now. I guess any supporting any sort of local business now is helpful and really doesn't just support the business supports the people as well. Right. Because the more people that they can employ and keep on the payroll, the less those people have to struggle and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That seems but I like wish that there was some way that I could, I could get a, some quick information. I mean, I can go on Yelp and I can go on, I guess I need to find, really find some like blogs, some like local blogs that are completely focused on San Jose and Northern California foods and stuff like that to, I guess, hone my search or, or that's probably not the right word, but find these places that I should be supporting and should be spending my money at because it's hard enough when you're going on Yelp to, to know what's even some of the chains, they might not look like chains on Yelp. It doesn't, it doesn't say like chain restaurant, on Yelp, it's like yeah. pe- like local pizza joint, but it might not be local or uh, you know. Yeah, you're Italian like, pizza kitchen. <laughs> yeah, is it a chain? Is it not? It's very tough to discern what's what's worth checking out or what or what you're really supporting. I guess is the what, the better way to say it, right? Because you can sit here and supporting? say, someone needs to someone needs to uh, to make an app like Yelp that uh, exposes people uh, for having shitty uh, views. And uh, we would be the worst. We would be the top cancel, rated. canceling, canceling restaurants and, and breweries for their shitty uh, comments and stuff like that. We would be the top rated podcast for shitty comments. I feel like Chick-fil-A would already be shut down if that were a thing. <laughs> yeah. There's something to be said though. If you're, if you're going to like Bob's tacos, but it's really like a, you know, Cadoba just with a different name. Like I, I, it's a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like obviously even the guys that are working at Chipotle and making your burritos are still in need of the money, right? Like they're still in need of that job, but yeah, that's always like a, that's always that weird moral dilemma. It's like, you want to, <laughs> you want to support like these people, you know, that might be their only option or like a second job, something like that. And you want to support them. But do you want to support like corporations at large? That's like a definite, definitely. Like- I think it was more of a commentary on how unfortunate the timing of me oh, yeah. moving here was. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's an awful time to be exploring. And it's not like my, places. you know, it's not like my $20 per week that I spend on food from restaurants is like really going to make or break one of these places. But again, that's twenty dollars that they they could have and they should have really, as opposed to don't get me wrong. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna order Chipotle because it's great and it's easy and quick and tastes the same every single time. But um, I 
I wish that I had had a little bit of time to kind of gather a list of places that I will end up frequenting when this is all over. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing there is the, I I would say the better reference would be, okay. So you have a pizza hut right next to a uh, Dave's pizza, right? And yeah, pizza hut might be easier. It might be cheaper. It might be closer. It might be faster delivery or whatever, but Dave's is going to go out of business for for taking the hit from customers for the past couple of months or or whatever it is. You know, Pizza Hut's not going out of business. Yeah, they might close a couple of stores, but Pizza Hut is still going to be there after this, right? Dave's Pizza may not be. And I think that's really where the the thought process has to come in because I love supporting the food trucks, I love supporting the craft breweries, I love supporting even like uh let's say like the smaller grocery stores, like the strip district, right? Like they have the, the Asian market. They have like the, you know, the pen max and stuff like that, where you can still order this yeah. stuff online during the, the, the lock or the, the shutdown here. But right. most people are still going to giant Eagle and um, Trader Joe's and like those, like the big players that are definitely still going to be there. Yeah, I can see it's a little bit tough though because I I don't necessarily always go to craft breweries, right? Like no, I'm, no. I'm sort of I'm sort of acting in the same way that I typically would, and it's just now coming into this, uh, you know, kind of new perspective where oh, every dollar I'm spending that's not going to these local places is going to affect me down the road in that I won't be able to go to these places or even again, have the opportunity to check them out because they'll be shut down. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a little, it's a dilemma for sure, but I, I don't, um, I, it, it, again, it wasn't really me saying, you know, fuck small businesses or like, and, and, like, Oh no, no, I don't I think that I took it that my way. Money. Honestly, fuck small businesses. Uh, how dare they? <laughs> how dare they take up take up valuable space from large corporations? I mean, how seriously? What yeah, why is- isn't there a big business Saturday? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All right, so I think this is um, a good way. I think this is a good time to transition to what Nick wanted to discuss. Oh, Nick um, wanted to discuss. It something. actually ties. It actually ties pretty well into what we were just talking about. What is if you guys could pick? Let's let's go with two. All right, you have you have two choices. Let's say you have a on on a Friday. They're like, get out there, do whatever you want. Everybody is completely safe. Coronavirus is no longer existent. You have Saturday, you have Sunday, and you take off Monday. What are you doing with your time? Where's the first place you're going? Money is no option. I, within reason. I mean, you you don't have like thousands of dollars to go spend on shit. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to say it completely. I'm going to say the complete opposite. I'm going to say you can teleport anywhere in the fucking world. Where are you going on the first day that everything is back to normal or everything is six months ago? What's the, you're, you're going to die at midnight. What are you doing that day? Oh, Wow. Okay. For a local podcast, that's an odd question. I <laughs> Sorry. We no, go, I'm, I'm, I I'm keeping we were it. going to go still local. No, I'm keeping it uh, like craft beer related, let's say. But whenever the, whenever the coronavirus is gone, everything is back to normal. 
where are you going to celebrate being with other people? Let's. I want to go to Treehouse. I have not. I've never been to Treehouse. Damn it! I just. Damn it! You just stole all of our answers. I want to snort a line of coke and want to go to Treehouse and just (laughs) drink my face off for eight straight hours. We do not condone hard drug use. We don't. That was purely a joke for for comedic impact. Weed is okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I, well, you guys have already been there. Like, let me have that one. Like, be more creative with your answers. No, that's right. Because the one time that you went there, they were out of fucking beer. They were out of beer. Yes. <laughs> it was a Wednesday at about 5 PM. Uh, and that was before we knew all about what they did and, and why they were so popular and how much, how much beer they allocate per day and whatnot. Um, I would also, I just really want to go back to Boston. Like I was really bummed when I, had to cancel my trip um, kind of like at the beginning when all of this started. Cause I just didn't feel like it was a good idea to go. Um, and I, I truly cannot wait to go back there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I don't know when that's going to be. Hopefully, hopefully in some near ish future, but um, you know, I, I don't have a uh, crystal ball and I can't see that far. All right. So, uh, so Treehouse is your craft beer, Mecca for when quarantine opens. Let's say let's do one outside of your local area that you would absolutely have to go to. And then one of your local places then. Okay. I so, mean, honestly, the other one, like, I'll just finish mine and then you guys can, you guys can duke it out. Sounds good. Um, the other one I want to go to is I live so close to couch and I miss just like going there and grabbing a beer. Like, obviously I could say dancing gnome, you know, that's uh that's just a, a given, but Couch is so close and I haven't been able to go and just like chill and hang and have a beer on like a Saturday afternoon. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Treehouse and couch. All right, Jake, you want to be up next? Or you want me to go? Yeah, I can go next. My, one of my white whales, uh, and it really has been for about five years now is a brewery in, I believe it's in Maryland. It's called Rubber Soul. Okay. I had a beer called Pogo, which is a double IPA from Rubber Soul. And for whatever reason, when I was 21, started going to a little place we like to call Bull's Head Public House in Lidditz, Pennsylvania. One of the OGs. Shout out Still, Bull's Head. Shout out Bull's Head. Apparently the, the apparently Lancaster is pushing really hard to reopen, but they're like still in the red or some shit like that. And they're fighting with uh, Tom Wolf on Twitter. Explain that to someone five years ago. <laughs> they are um, super conservative there, and I'm sure that that's not in any way politically driven. No, not at all. So Bullshit Public House still one of the places on this earth that I think has arguably the best beer list I've ever seen or, or the most consistently inconsistent and, uh, oft changing beer lists I've ever seen. Mm, we love it. Oft changing beer list. There was a, a double IPA called Pogo from rubber soul that I had there when I was 21 and it's been approximately five years have not had it since. And I still, to this day, think that it's one of the best beers I've ever had. It's just floating floating in your subconscious. 
just like always kind of. Floating. And I've discussed it with family members before, extended family members who have been to rubber store or have at least heard of it and or have it in their lifetime. And I just need to get back there. I need to confirm that what I had is actually what I had. Jake. I really don't want to shit on your parade. Oh my God. You're not going to tell me it's out of production. They are currently permanently closed on Google. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Is this true? It's true. They are from Salisbury, Maryland. They are permanently closed. So not only did I just shit on your answer for this question, but I pretty much just crushed your rubber soul. Oh my, oh god, my god. I can't believe you said that. Yeah, that I'm like, more upset. I'm more upset at you for using that than <laughs> telling me that it's closed because <laughs> I don't really remember it being all of that popular. I remember Did you know Did you know that the voice. Beatles have an album called Rubber Soul? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm sure that that's why they named it that. All right, so let me let me switch gears. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. So this was posted in February from breweries in Pennsylvania, no less. Former Hummelstown Borough building to become the home of Rubber Soul Brewing. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Considering all of this, all of this, Hullabaloo that's going on around whether or not Rubber Soul is real or not. I will. I'll shift gears. I'll give you a one. I'll give you a one A. Okay. I'm going to send you this article though. Please do. No industrial arts brewing. The return of Jake Adams. Oh yes. Part two, the sequel. Um, Yeah, no, it it does say Rubber Soul coming to Hummelstown. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, it's part two, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, correct. So, very much Industrial so. Arts, uh, are also arguably one of the best experiences I had. I also bought a shitload of beer. Literally, probably the most beer I've purchased, except for that one time that I brought a hundred beers back for Thanksgiving <laughs> two years Classic. ago. Classic. <laughs> you have had some pretty large. Uh, Halls, uh, beer purchase. Yeah, beer I, halls. yeah. I, I throw down racks when it comes to buying beer, and especially if I have the ability to bring it to other people. Yeah, we sort of all do the same thing though. Like I think that we've all kind of. I, I feel like Nick is probably the one who has contributed the most to like the amount of beer that we've all consumed. Yeah, but there, I, even in the last two years, I have definitely uh, brought myself back up closer to Nick's level in terms of providing beers for other people. Oh, for sure. I would say that we're, we're pretty close to even, um, even Alex though, too, has, has had some, some zingers every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been known to, to, to purchase a zinger or two. Um, I don't think that I, it's, I keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. I, I would say that you have a good, um, finger on the pulse. As it were. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I take pride in my, in my finger. So keeping it, keeping it with the, um, the part two electric boogaloo. Uh, so industrial arts is in, um, 
I forget exactly where it's at. It's, it's like middle New York, in, isn't it? Slightly upstate New York. It's it's within shouting distance of New York City. It's they make some of the best beer. They yeah, they're they're technically the like Hudson Valley area, setup right? I've ever seen. Yes, yeah, they're within um, probably an hour and a half from Hudson Valley. Um, that place is great. If you haven't been there, if you haven't even seen what's going on there, like it's just massive. It's great. I love it. The whole aesthetic, the whole, I mean, they really stick to their, um, you know, theme vibes. So that would be, that would be the, if I could teleport anywhere portion of my answer, the nearby portion of my answer is part two at, Russian River Brewing Company. Oh God! Oh geez! I was just thinking about them today, which is about two hours from me, uh, where I currently sit. And I've thought about like if if they start to relax restrictions on like local travel. And the thing is, I'm sure that I could get away with it. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to create any any sort of issues with law enforcement by driving two hours to get beer from Russian river. I'm sure that I could do it and I wouldn't have any problems, but well, I'm going to wait until you just, you just bust your entire plan. Now it's on the internet. Blew my cover. Yeah. Right. Um, so once, once they do start to relax restrictions, that's the first place I'm going. Even if, you know, I can't just leave and go anywhere. I mean, it's still a place that I want to go and experience the full, bar and being around hundreds of people seemingly in a, in a space that's not even that big. Essentially a hallway. Yes. All right. So we got Jake's two industrial arts and Russian river. All right. Nick, Rubber I, soul uh, with an asterisk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to shit all over your parade there, Jake. I just, I had to know no, it's coming it was... back. It's fine. It's coming back. Yeah. I hope they do. And I hope they open, you know, three weeks That's from what now. It or says. I, their website says that. Oh, cool. Very cool. Actually. But I'm also, real excited about it. Um, also at the same time, like it's a horrible time to be reopening a brewery. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but apparently they have a recognizable enough name that you need to like, cause that the, from the article that I sent you, it says that a company bought their name just to use it. So, I mean, obviously it was mm. recognizable enough. So anyway, okay. to get to my two, um, yours are always the best. I, I love these. I love these questions for, for Nick because he, he truly has like a, a wealth of knowledge about, uh, the beer industry. Okay. So my number one is a brewery that we've all had. And one that we all enjoy. And the only reason that it is at the top of my list right now is because I hear it's so much of a party when you go there. Mm -hmm. Equilibrium in Uh, New York. Okay. I feel like, sure. I feel like that would be the place to be when restrictions are lifted. Everything goes back to normal quote unquote. But I think that, I would just be so excited to see the place. Like I've seen pictures on Instagram. I follow uh, their, their head brewer will, and I'm just super excited about getting there to have the full experience, not to go there to pick up cans and drive back in the same day or something like that. No, I'm talking like go up, get a hotel room for the weekend, hang out at equilibrium. 
Yeah, but you know what I mean. The same thing. But that would be my teleport there instantly brewery. Okay. Where at in New York is that located, Nick? Do you know off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, I want to say it's Middleton, Middletown. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. They are outside of New York City. They're not. They're not like downtown New York or anything. But um, it is Middletown. Yeah, I've I've only I've had a couple of run-ins with Will from Equilibrium, and he just seems like the most fun person ever. And not like, oh yeah, hey, I'm Nick, like type of thing. No, it's more like he's pouring beer at a festival or something like that. It wasn't anything extreme where like I got to sit down and ask him questions or, you know, hang out with him or anything. It was just, you know, he's at a festival pouring beer and I got to get a beer from him. So that would be my number one. My local Pittsburgh go-to after this is all over, I got to say Dancing Gnome. I'm sorry, I, I can't not say it. Because I just, I miss everybody there and I miss being in that room and just hanging out with the, the weird music playing or whatever's on the radio. Like it might be the best music I've ever listened to and I love it. Or it might be the, the weirdest, like never heard of it before. I just, I freaking love that place. And it really just makes me happy to be there and to, to see my friends behind the bar and to, to drink a beer off of that menu in either a half pint or pint, you know, setting it, 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 it. I miss it. I fucking miss it. Uh, I miss it so much. It's seriously like, I, I couldn't say that um, because I knew that you were probably going to say that, <laughs> but honestly, it just like, there's, there's nothing quite like getting off of, I just remember like getting off of work and just going straight to dancing. I'm like having a drink before I went home. Like I just miss it so much. <laughs> right. You don't know what you got till it's gone. As they say, it's true. It's true. And I'm, I'm sitting here drinking a, uh, beyond infinity, which is one of my favorite beers that they make. And it's, it's delicious. I, I couldn't be happier with life right now. Honestly. Like, I mean, I, I could be obviously if, if it wasn't quarantine, but I'm having a good day. I had a, a couple of margaritas with dinner and now I'm sitting here drinking a beer with my bros chilling out, you know? Yeah, you just got through to the Pennsylvania uh, Wine and Spirits ordering, or Sarah did. Yes, Sarah did. Did she get it online? Yep. And we shipped it right to the house for $12, and it was there in two days. It was a miracle. That is a lot of shipping, but also, you know, there's truly no other options right now. Not for tequila. There are plenty of options for locally brewed, I'm sorry, locally distilled Spirits. spirits. Mm-hmm. I will say um, PA libations has been working around the clock to make their freaking business run smoother. And they have doing, they're doing fantastic work. So if you're looking for local distilled spirits, go to PA libations or go directly to the source. Boyd and Blair, Maggie's rum, uh, four, six, four wiggle whiskey. Uh, I can't think of anybody else right now. Quantum, yeah. Lawrenceville distilling. Quantum spirits. I don't know if this is still true, but I looked like a couple weeks ago and they were like sold out of everything. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure it is. doesn't shock me, but not at all. I, I think that I everybody like, is really actually like latching onto these local players. Get out there, support local always. Alcohol is just one of those things. that's like never going to, it's not like a fad, <laughs> right? <laughs> like these places will be around. And I think like, 
especially now that all the liquor stores are closed and it's like a bitch to get on and order shit. Like they're or to some call of them are probably some of them are probably thriving. Like Lawrenceville Distilling Company. Like how many people knew about that place before? Maybe maybe they do have a following. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know their whole backstory, but like I can't imagine they're not they haven't seen like a huge uptick in I guess the only thing that I'm worried about, and I, I was gonna mention this earlier, is like how long do you think they can keep up these like shorter shifts for all of the like bartenders if they're not like doing the brewing? I guess that's what I'm worried about moving forward for all of these people. Um, cause you just, you can't keep a staff, I mean like large staff with, you know, just profits from can sales. Cause you only have like a certain capacity. You and know? you think about if they, once they do that, sorry to cut in here, Nick, No, that's okay. if, if they do start relaxing restrictions and allow people to open breweries and things like that, think about how, how many people can be in dancing gnome at one time? Right. Like 20. Absolutely. Uh, At at a social distance of six feet, like literally a quarter, if not less than the the number of people who are normally in there. You will never, you will never get in places ever. No. Well, but I think the thing is out the door. I think it all, it all has to come to respect to the, the consumer next to you. Right. Uh, And what I mean by that is not necessarily the person sitting next to you at the bar, but I mean, if I am one of the 30 people that they let into dancing gnome, right. I'm not going to sit there for eight hours. Yeah. I'm not going to be the guy that forces somebody to stand outside and wait. I'm going to go in. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to drink a couple of beers. I'm going to talk to the guys next to me. I'm going to wave to the bartenders And then I'm going to get out. I'm going to stay for an hour, maybe, let's say, and move on. Because honestly, there are so many places that that could use your business. There's no reason to sit at the same place for longer than an hour or two. Let's say say two, just if you're getting food or, or something like that. Let's say two hour cap on being there, and then you get booted. Let's go. Get out. You know, let the next person in, whatever. But there's going to be the people that are just coming in to, to see the bartenders or to, to have a beer and then get on their way and, or, you know, happy hour or whatever else, you know, there's, there's not going to be this gathering of 25 people around a table or bottle shares or stuff like that. Like that's, that's a thing of the past at this point. I think that really what you're going to see is a lot of these. And I think that I, we, we had talked about this a little while ago. Um, I think that you're going to see the government's coming in and saying, Hey, your capacity is half now of what it was deal with it or pay the fine, right? Let's pay back some of this money that we're giving to people who are unemployed because of this people who are furloughed or whatever else is going on. You know, like these, these stimulus checks don't come from nowhere. We're not just making money, right? So let's say, Hey, you know what? you're going to take the fine or you're going to take the half capacity. Take your pick. Yeah. I mean, I I think we all won't be dicks about all of this, but I truly do not trust the general public. Like, no, that's why even when they do, that's why even when they do relax, like I'm going to, it's going to be 
you know, I think I'm going to think a lot about it before actually going out. Um, and I just, I don't know if people are actually going to care what other, like they're, they're like, I was here first, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I can't imagine like this going well for, for anyone. It's going to be a huge change and, uh, it'll be interesting to see if people can, you know, relax some of their, uh, um, My thoughts on this will be uh, brief. I think that the social distancing requirements will limit the amount of people who sit in larger groups that are typically the ones who stay there for the longest because they have conversations and they're ordering beers and it just turns into how many times have we gone to a place where we're with four or five people and it turns into like a two and a half or three hour affair where we're kind of just sipping beers and drinking and stuff like that. If we all have to maintain six feet of distance, how long are you really going to want to sit there when you can't really exactly talk to people in the same way or interact with a lot of people like that? I think, I think that that'll be interesting to see how and or if businesses start to limit the amount of time you can spend in there. Not that they're benefiting from, you know, getting more people in and making more money because they're making probably the same amount of money per hour or minute or whatever, however you want to break it down. But do they want to make sure that they can maintain the, the large audience of people that like to go there for when this is, is all like finally resolved? Right. You don't want to, you don't want to limit the amount of people that get in there because people will start getting pissed off because they can't ever get a seat at the bar, ever actually get into the building. And then they take their business elsewhere. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, uh, I think that's the right way to think about it. I'm really like worried about all of the annoying regulars and stuff like that. Like the people who camp out, like they're going to be the ones that are going to ruin it for everyone else. And like, it, it just seems like such a selfish thing to do to like, it's because I guess this is all hypothetical and this is all like, uh, uh, is, is yet to be seen. Um, but it, those types of people that are going to wait hours and hours in line, like get in line, like three hours before a place opens, like, I don't think they're going to give a shit about yeah, anyone else. I agree. One, one, I think just final comment to wrap this up. It's, it's a unique situation. It's going to require a unique solution. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that there's going to be a lot of that going around. I think there's going to be a lot of ticketing or like uh, counting heads as they're coming into the building, that kind of thing. I think that you're going to see a, God, I hate to say this, um, a new normal, right? There's going to be... <laughs> You know what I mean. The I, phrase of the I, phrase of 2020, right? I really hate I, and a new normal. I really hate this whole like we're all in this together. Buy our product, you know, like that kind of thing. But no, at we're the not. same time, we your your friends are at these places. Your your peers are serving you these beers. They're talking to you. They're they're having conversations. These people absolutely need to be supported during this time and there's nothing more aggravating than being selfish just to be somewhat normal 
after all this. I, I can't imagine yeah. that there's going to be all of a, a lot of that going around, but there's going to be those people that you see at these places that sit around and camp out for hours on end who are ruining it for somebody else because they're not leaving because, Oh, I want to be here. I want to be back here. Oh my God. It's been so long, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of thing. It's just, yeah. Those, those people that are just that lack any sort of self-awareness. Yeah. Be good to your um, fellow man. Be appreciative of the fact that we're getting better at this. We're, we're, we're starting to see a lot of these restrictions being lifted. We're starting to move towards, getting back to being with other people, just be a decent human being. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, goes on moving forward. I think uh, <laughs> on that note, this is probably a good time to wrap it up. Um, yeah, I would say so. I think uh, one of our most succinct episodes, I will say um, any quick shout outs before we head out. So I will be on the fueled live podcast on wednesday um if you're part of the fueled by hops group on facebook check us out i'll be on at eight o'clock um ryan has lion binds hop farm coming on this week so i'm interested to talk to those guys don't really know a whole lot about them but i'm going to go back and listen to ryan's episode with them before going on the podcast so i have a little bit of knowledge going in um otherwise check out um Hop Nation is doing some cool stuff. They have a like game show that they're doing on YouTube right now. That's kind of funny. Uh, I'll post a link in the uh, description this week. Check that out. There's um, not a whole lot else going on. I mean, a lot of places are dropping new beers. Uh, we talked about Lustra Day coming up. Yes, uh, Lustra several weeks. Uh, it seems right. Exactly uh, is is I believe starting this week. So by the time this is up. Uh, some of them might already be on sale and probably sold out. Uh, so, uh, sorry if you didn't miss or if you missed it. Um, we'll definitely be trying to get some, I'm sure this week. Uh, and can't wait to try, uh, another, another batch of double Astra, one of my favorite doubles that, uh, Dancing Note makes. So one of the other things that is still going on is a lot of breweries are doing the all together beer from other half. If you can support, local buy the hell out of that because it goes directly to who you're buying it from and the proceeds are all going to employees of those breweries jake do you have anything else to add that's all i got this week i think i'm going to make an attempt to get out and uh buy some local stuff uh hopefully tap into some new places that i haven't tried but i'll have some more content for you guys coming up hopefully next week wonderful gents all right, guys, we are signing off. Um, again, support your local breweries, support your local food trucks, support your local restaurants. Let's uh, raise a glass and cheers. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far. So why not go and follow us on social media at the weekly recap on Instagram at the weekly recap one on Twitter or email us at the weekly recap one at gmail.com. <laughs>